This is the Commercial Property Cashflow Blueprint Podcast. Big cashflow property secrets from retired Byron Bay surfing fanatic and commercial property expert, James Dawson. Hi, it's James Dawson here in this commercial property podcast, I'm going to have a look at what typically happens when an investor reviews a deal that they're looking at, typically one that you find online, then you've got to gather the information from the agent and work through some numbers. So I know you can't see the pictures of this property, but I'm looking at a supermarket in a busy little country town called Lockhart in Wagga Wagga. I previously did a deal review on this property in April this year and this property has sold and I think it was showing about a 10% net return so very very cash flow positive so typically the way this goes is that you've worked out your price range that you're looking to buy in and you you do that by working out how much deposit you have and I go through that actually in, in my property course how to work out exactly what you're going to focus down on to look at to buy and then you find lots of properties of course online so you have to sort through those properties quite often it involves doing some almost back of the envelope numbers just to see if you're going to take that property further and look further and be bothered getting further information so initially what happens is of course you have a great look through the internet find some ads for some interesting properties that are in your price range and then you email the agent and you ask them for an information memorandum. Sometimes on the advertisements, they're very sketchy with the amount of information that they have. So you need to get full information on the property so you can work out a net rent for that property and then also start working out some returns and comparing the property to other recent sales. So just looking at the information that's online about this property, it's an IGA supermarket. It's got a net lettable area of 928 square metres, so it's quite a large uh, space there, shop in the main street of this town. Very little vacancy in this little town, which is great. And it's the only supermarket in the area, and I think it's a 45 minute drive or an hour's drive to the next major supermarket. Also got two street frontage, and on-street parking provided at the front, which is typical country town angle parking. It has a lease expiring in November 18. Tenant pays all the outgoings to the property, and there's multiple option periods, meaning that after 2018, the tenant has uh, option periods that he can extend. They're possibly three plus three plus three, something like that. Uh, the tenant has a, an established track record, has been there for a long, long time. Excellent retail location, close to all amenities dominant main street presence and it's the only as i mentioned the only supermarket within a 42 kilometer radius and the agent's also saying that the main street property is tightly held in this region meaning that not many people sell these properties so not many come up for sale so typically you work out some rough numbers based on what the agents told you of course there's a very important checking process called due diligence which you need to check lots of details out about the tenant the lease, the property itself, and of course the, the rental amount to make sure it's the right amount, not too high or too low. The net rent from this property is about $71,000 per annum. Agent has told me that recent sales indicate that it would sell at around 9% net return. So already I'm looking at that thinking if I'm only paying 5% interest on my money, for example, that that's gonna be very, very cash flow positive and they're thinking that if that's the case, 
that the vendor would probably sell that property at around $790,000, something like that. Now the upsides to this property could be many and varied, and there's probably some more upsides that I'll mention here, and there are more for uh, that I discuss usually with my sort of inner circle clients, I guess, because that's the name of the game, is finding properties with upsides. But just one of them, for example, could be building more lettable space, uh, dividing the space up a little bit, perhaps building above or behind that, that shop so that you increase the rent. And there's a specific way of looking at those things so that you know pretty much what you can do with the property prior to buying it. And of course, you want to keep those a little bit secret from the agent. So we continue on working out the numbers just to see how this would look to the average person buying this style of property. Now let's say we're working on a rough purchase price of $790,000. Obviously you can use certain negotiation techniques to buy that property a lot better than the average person. And I run through those in my course. But you do need to allow some other costs, which are called acquisition costs. And they would be things like stamp duty, legal fees, building inspection, valuation fees, and of course travel if it's not a local property to you. You need to allow all costs because when I work out the numbers on these style of properties, I work it out at 100% finance. So if the total price of the property, let's say you buy it for $790,000, I've roughly worked out that there might be about $37,000 in costs. So you need to add those two numbers together and you would come up with, uh, say, $827,000 as the total cost of the property. And that's what I'm going to work my numbers out on. You then need to work out the repayments on two different interest rates. So 30% of that loan might be at, say, 4.8% or 4.6%, something like that. Then the other 70% of that loan might be at 5%. So the cash flow would actually be slightly better. You might be looking at, say, $33,000 positive cash flow per annum. So that really looks great on an initial look. So then from there, you start to move into the areas of due diligence and actually getting comparison sales, etc., for that area. Now I have a checklist for that that I run through so that you don't miss out on any of the particular things you need to look at. It's very, very important. But typically from here, I would ask the agent to send me copies of the leases and also information of any other recent sales in the area. Very, very important that you're comparing apples with apples with these properties. For example, this property is in Lockhart near Wagga Wagga, so you wouldn't be comparing the rates of return and sale prices for properties that similar properties that were in Sydney, for example. That would just be a bit silly. So you really need to know how to do that and how to obtain that information, and that can require uh, lots of emails and a few phone calls to get down to brass tacks to find out what's actually going on in that local marketplace. From there, I use a checklist to check for upsides that may be in that property, and I make several phone calls talking to various people in the area. This is before I've even actually physically looked at this property. So there's lots of tips and tricks available in the course that I produce that will show you how to find out what the upsides are so that you're fairly confident before you buy that property that there's gonna be some upsides for you down the track that's gonna improve that outlook for that property as you move through the investment life. Now, of course, the next thing is, let's say you go out and inspect that property, then it becomes a process of trying to buy that property 
much better than the average person would. So you need to engage some negotiation techniques there which involve sometimes educating the vendor as to why they should settle for a lower price. And this can be an easy thing to do once you know how to do it and follow the checklist to get down to a point where you're going to be able to confidently make an offer that is backed up by real research. Now, if you just make an offer that, for example, is just a low number and have no rhyme or reason why you're making that low offer, that's not going to be very effective in my view. The idea here of looking at these properties is to get to a point fairly quickly where you can decide if you're going to continue on with getting information for this particular property or you're just going to put it to one side or put it in the too hard basket for a moment and look for other properties that look to be more cash flow positive. Now when I'm looking at properties I really want them to be cash flow positive in a very reasonable amount of money way so it's going to be something that's not just a hundred dollars a week depending on the size of the property of course but in this price range of say 700 to 1 million dollars I really would like a property to be at least fifteen to thirty thousand dollars minimum cash flow positive from the day of settlement based on a hundred percent finance. Now there's lots and lots and lots of these properties around. You just really need to know how to search them out and how to focus down. I know that some people when they're starting to make investments in commercial property get a little bit confused because they simply can't see the forest for the trees and they just don't know the step-by-step -step manner of going through them through the list of properties so that they can really focus down on some properties that are going to be worth spending your time. Because if you're spending too much time and not finding the right properties, you're going to lose momentum in your investing and that uh, can really spell the death knell. I guess you can call it analysis paralysis where basically you're sitting on your hands trying to analyze a property to the nth degree when the deal will perhaps never be right. So it's very, very important that you learn how to quickly analyze a property so that you can take that property further if it warrants, warrants the extra effort. Now there's lots and lots of properties like this all over Australia in regional areas. Regional areas typically are getting a higher net return, but also in uh, city areas all over Australia. And I do suggest starting close to home when you're looking at properties because that way it's going to be easier for you to physically go and look at the property point one but also it's going to be easier for you to get your head around the areas and locations of those properties and know what's actually going on in that little micro economy of that area. Typically during a week I would find probably four or five properties like this that are genuinely cash flow positive from the day of settlement so it can be a great way to boost your portfolio even if you've got some negative geared properties that are perhaps uh, you may have some equity in that you can release that are still a little bit negative buy a great commercial property with a good long lease and a, in a good location can be a great way to sort of plug that that hole of negative cash flow so that you can propel your portfolio forward and and also hang on to those properties that you've previously spent the time and effort buying that perhaps may be a little bit negative. So I hope this quick podcast has opened your eyes a little to the way that I do uh, deal reviews and look at numbers for properties and certainly uh, look forward to chatting again soon.